This week on the BAMFCAST, you're gonna get wrecked if you're not careful. One star, you're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 60. Wow. Holy crap. That's like a lot. <laughs> well said, well said. Um, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm The Beach. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCAST is we dig into the best of bad movies, and we bring one to the future, and then we watch it, and then we talk about it, and then we rate it one to five jocks if it's a good bad movie, enjoyably bad, or one to five bags if it's a bad bad movie, as in douchebags. The jocks, of course, being robot jocks, the bags being twilight there we go that's our that's our golden shit standards of of bad movies so this week we definitely went back into the past and pulled out your the hunter from the future from 1983 what kind of future your was from I, that was never really explained exactly mm. it was the not so distant future next sunday it was quite your future it was your future it was kind of the exact same time period but hey that's all spoilers and we're gonna Uh-oh. get into plenty of those but let's start first with a uh, a plot summary shall we why don't Please you take do. care of that for us okay thank you your an extremely blonde prehistoric warrior comes to question his origins particularly with regard to a mysterious medallion he wears when he learns of a desert goddess who supposedly wears the same medallion, Yor decides that he must find her and learn his true identity. Along the way, he encounters ape men, dinosaurs, and a strange futuristic society. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs and futures. Yeah. Future dinosaurs. We like that kind of shit. Or do we? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Your So. Your. Yeah. First off, this is not available in DVD, so don't go searching Netflix or, well, anywhere these days. According to BJ. Except Amazon Video On Demand. That is correct, which obviously is where we watched it. For $14.99. Right. Exactly. Really? Was that much? That's for rental? You can always buy a movie. Oh, you have to buy it? There's no rental? Nope. Damn, Damn, you spent... $14.99 $14.99 on that, huh? I sure did. <laughs> Why, yes, I did, Mackie. Yeah. And the, was it money well spent? I gotta tell you, the poster is no. fucking amazing. It is. The one that's on Wikipedia. Uh, I'm Actually, the, no, it's on... Yeah, it's on the other sites, too. Okay. I was gonna say, because I see yeah. a tiny version on the Imdaba. Yeah. It's the same one that's on... Okay. I want to see a larger version, though, but... But see, I didn't even know that. It just said your Hunter from the Future, and then mm-hmm. I forgot that it even said Hunter from the Future in the beginning because they don't get to the future until a very long time into the movie. Right, and like we kind of said, it's future in that there's a disparaging line between caveman world and future world, but they're the same world. Mm-hmm. They blew it all up, those... Maniacs. Maniacs. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, where to start with your... Uh, He's incredibly blonde, as the description is. said. He's very, very blonde. <laughs> and apparently, and this he is, likes to kill everything he comes into contact with. This is true, except women. It should be you're the destroyer of civilizations <laughs> from the same time period as right now. Yes, <laughs> that that would be a more accurate title. You're probably the wrecking good, everything in sight. He's a good metaphor for humanity. And yet they act like he is the hope for humanity. But in fact, everywhere he goes. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. He's your only hope. Your only hope. (laughs) If you want your civilization burned to the fucking ground. Your want your civilization. Within 20 minutes of your getting there. (laughs) The best part is your like, there's only one he intentionally destroys. All the rest is just like. Hey, oh, yours here. He we up. love your. He killed a triceratops. Oh, God, there are people attacking. They burned down our city. And then, oh, God, your is flooding our city. Oh, God, lasers came from the sky and burned down our city. <laughs> well, by city, we mean like, like three, four three huts. huts. Yeah. Yes, yeah. your yeah. three Ewok huts. Yeah. Still. 
So this starts off in its quest for fire. And then, you know, Blondie McBlonderson shows up and saves uh, this girl. And you guess it's her father. You know, they're hunting. Yeah. And oh, shit, Triceratops attack. And Yor kind of comes out. Well, we see him like walking along, just kind of, hey, I'm walking. Well, the opening credits are just him walking, running, running around walking, Cock walking. Rocks. Yeah. Lord of the Fans. Yeah. <laughs> <Lord of> the- <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Lord of the Fans. Fans? Like he's got some fancy? Is that what you mean? Yeah. He's just kind of prancing around all yeah, fancy. In his loincloth. Yeah. But yeah, wait. Your. Your. And uh, yeah, so he hears the people in distress and he jumps out with his big axe hammer thing and takes on this triceratops by the same means he takes pretty much everything on by bludging it in the head <laughs> by hitting it in the head multiple times until it dies yeah yep that's kind of his mo and uh yeah so then they're like hey who are you you look different we're all kind of dark hair and full of beards and lots of hair and you're all blonde and tan mm-hmm. so who are you <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, well, obviously you should come party with our tribe because we throw some pretty kick-ass parties. We have we have these twirly girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, some uh, some net twirling girls. Yeah. Well, we will say that the chick he saves is like the only hot one in that entire tribe. Well, in the tribe, yeah. yeah the rest yeah. are like all cavemen. Yeah, yeah, pretty and much. And then there's her, who is the chick from Moonraker, right? Which that means something. Sure, yeah, you know. Well, I know it's just it's a bigger movie. So than once this, again, yes. she hey, she's doing work. Whatever <laughs> her name is, working steady. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who way back when? Yeah, and then he basically is stuck dragging her around the rest of the movie. Yep, and she's uh she's a little jealous. Yeah, pretty much anyone that gets even remotely. Well, close Well, I mean, to when they're doing the dance, she's just like hanging out, sitting on the sidelines, and she gets up and just right. gives so, him the bedroom eyes yeah, so while, so da- while doing a belly dance. dance. Yeah. yeah. Some overt signals there. And, uh, yeah, so... But, yours like, oh, alas, right. your, yeah, and yours just like, all this right. loincloth ain't holding much right now. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, they get attacked by the creepy yeah, blue... Hairier, hairier, blue, hairy, darky, darker cave people, cave people. Who still speak English. Sort of, yeah. They grunt sort mostly, of. but then they can say, come, or yeah. whatever. Hit yeah. them on the head with sticks. <laughs> We so, resent your one hot woman and <laughs> dancing and we resent your skin happiness. color. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess because these people are basically descended from highly evolved society. That's why they at least have some sort of a knowledge of things because they all for cave people who haven't evolved past like wicker huts and, and you know, net skirts, they kind of understand a lot. I mean, he, you know, yours kind of walking around like, what's this? What's this mean? And, you know, his, the father figure, it's not actually her father. We, we find out not that it really matters that her actual dad's dead and he's like her guardian, godfather, whatever. And, uh, but he just kind of has this, you know, font of knowledge. He's just like, yeah, that's steam. And this is how steam's formed. And over here is this. And, you know, it's just kind of like, they got the science thing down pretty good for cave people. That's, you know, that's really... They just don't have shit to make science with. Right, yeah. With which to make science, yeah. Sure. They got the knowledge, they just don't have the tools. Right. Right. So, yeah, so there's a lot of this movie where they're just running around like, okay, yeah, there's this, and yeah, we well, kind of understand this, but... Argh, sticks, bang, bash. Ah. Yeah, so I, I love that they capture everybody, and yet, like... They got a pretty well-designed cave where they got, like, ladders and they've got yeah. bridges built yeah, and all the, this stuff. And it's like right, doozers. Yeah, the hairier, yeah, the hairy the hairier more prehistoric-looking cave people. Yeah, they figured out how to dam the river so that it's not yeah. flowing through the cave anymore. It's like... Dude's, dude's got a pretty badass, are, like, bone throne, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but they they come in and, you know, fuck up the village that Yor was hanging out with and take all the women and kids and pretty much kill everybody else. Yeah, everybody at Yor and his girlfriend and the her yeah. protector who's like her dad's best What's friend or pag? something. Yeah, Pag. Pag. P A G Pag. So, yeah, what uh, this is another thing. It's kind of funny like all shit starts going down and Yor's kind of right in the middle of the fight like, "Hey, you know, and he's fucking some dudes up and mm-hmm. and it's just like, "All right, let's get out of here. Fuck everybody else." Yeah. You're like, "You two, come on. You're with me." And Everybody else, you're on your own. Yeah. 
we'll just come back later after everyone's dead or we'll captured. come back and save them i yeah. guess but yeah this is the first civilization that gets destroyed yep not so, and not then directly by yours hands but no, he was course. there and he did do some wrecking i mean he knocked some shit over i mean granted it was in trying to stop the hair yeah, he knocked dudes. over mm-hmm. that probably the tallest structure in all of stickton <laughs> yeah. that took yeah. us like 20 years to make <laughs> <laughs> so. but hey it had a vat full of fire on the top of it, it so it did yeah. that fucker had to come down we should also i, I, I want to point out that I, I found their ritual at the beginning funny because they have this kind of the hunt was good so we should thank the gods by holding our children into the sky which mm-hmm. just kind of weird and all the children look very yeah, uncomfortable very, as yeah. they're being held right not union safe yeah. <laughs> working conditions. Yeah, they made the shit in Italy. They don't yeah. care about human rights over there. So <laughs> uh, yeah. Or unions. Right. Um, or voting. But the trains run on time. Yes. But the trains do run on time. Um, yeah. So they anyway. Got some decent art too. Yes, they do. Not this, but <laughs> no. otherwise classic. Art. Uh, so yeah. So then yours, like I got to go <laughs> save this chick that let's just say your gets att- attached to women very quickly. Mm hmm. Um, he hasn't hung out with uh, a boner is like marriage to your <laughs> yeah he hasn't hung out with Kala very long but you know damn it if he's gonna go he's not gonna go save her he from, will risk his life to save her yeah and then very often his entrance into the place is the best thing about that entire scene because we've already established that there's kind of large dinosaur like creatures mm-hmm. very sparsely throughout this world because they've already fought a Triceratops. Actually, but they're pretty fucking common in this world, it seems. Not really. I mean, they only encounter three. That's a lot more fucking common than they are in our world. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I know. But in the world of yore, <laughs> that's practically filled with dinosaurs <laughs> Yeah, for me. So yeah. there's this flying pterodactyl sort of thing. Bat. bat, bat yeah, bat pterodactyl bat thing. Whatever. Large flying creature and... Pag and Pag spots it in your shoots it down with a bow and arrow pretty easily. Yeah, it like one land shot. Like right next to yeah. him. One of shot course. kill. And uh center mass. He uh he pretty much grabs the dead creature, dead. Yeah. And hang glides into the middle of <laughs> the hairy dude's as the, as the your theme song plays, yeah. which is a very your. early eighties synthesized Yeah, it's like almost cockra. It's it's kind of yes a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, and it's funny because it's so different from the rest of the right. film, which feels like someone listened to John Williams' Star Wars and then was like, that could work for us. This could work. Except they didn't know like the proper cues to nah. use for anybody or give everyone a theme or anything. Right. It was just no, like, no, no. let's make it kind of sound like that and just play it. I could just imagine the composer was just like, I wrote this. You're using it. Yeah. He's like, all right. Yeah. Just throw it there. And then we know yours about to fuck shit up because it's like that. Yeah. The your theme song starts playing. So yeah. So he hang glides in into the middle of the hairy dude's den and yeah. Kicks the dude in the face. Yeah. gliding into him. Lots of dudes in the face and has a little bit of a battle and then kind of does his standard thing like stir shit up and then run away and take the girl with him. Grabs the girl with him. Kind of like, Fuck all y'all other bitches that got captured in two. Mm-hmm. Uh, runs up the, again. You know, runs up the cave. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much. What, do- what happens is they run across like a bridge that these guys yeah. have built a, from bones. Sure. And then yours just like fuck this bridge. Throws yeah. the bridge into the pit beneath them. But that's the best part is yeah because like the other guys get up and they're like ah yeah. bridge gone ah. and then they proceed to bring out another bridge. Yeah, leader guys <laughs> just like oh good thing we got a spare. <laughs> now what you gonna do your so. They're deep inside this cave, which is kind of funny that they kick the bridge over anyway, because they don't really know that there's any way yeah. out this way. They <laughs> just probably just trapped themselves. Yeah, they're they're on course that this yeah. is the way they're going and they're not following him. But they find this damned up water source. He's like, hmm, a lake. And he so, chops. So what the, does your do? <laughs> he chops the dam down and uh, magically they just kind of stand to the side while all the water rushes past them. And Yeah. And completely destroys this people's civilization. Oh, yeah. To say like. This is the most destruction in the movie, except for the Hi, very, very end. You're here for genocide. <laughs> <laughs> when you want to kill people, yeah. water. Way you're just has fucked up their civilization completely. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's just like runs out of the cave. Yeah. Whee! It's like, oh, hey, here's a. Well, I, I guess it's kind of like. There's Pag. They cleared out the lake, so they went through where the lake once was. I guess. There's a hole. Uh, so, yeah, whatever. I, but, uh, but yeah. 
It's, he drops a whole lake on these people, wrecks their shit. This is why you don't fuck with your. Yeah. So your will drop a lake yeah. on your ass. <laughs> so there's bitch. some more running your around. Will bring the thunder. There's some more running around. Is this is this when he goes and finds the uh, the other version, the other chick yeah. like him? Yeah. What they've established is that he has this medallion that right. makes him unique because they keep saying, "Oh, he's so different from everyone else." Yeah. Because he seems to be the only one who actually knows how to fucking fight. Or has blonde hair. Also, yeah, he has, has a medallion. Yeah. yeah. That's, big, that's big shit. Yeah. So then they say, oh, they we've heard of a woman who has this across the plains or whatever. So he's like, I've got to find her. And then he just, then he spends the rest of the time trying to ditch Kala and Pag. He's like, no, you guys stay here. I have to hunt alone. And then he gets 20 yards away and there's like a pack, another pack of guys with flaming spears who are like, you're, fuck you, you're, and then so they attack him, he kicks a few of their asses, and then eventually they capture him, and then bring him to the girl who right. has the other medallion. Yeah, and these are like the leper people, fire worshippers, yeah. I don't know how to describe them. They're all just kind of painted white. Yeah. Very dusty looking. I think they're supposed to be like the sand people or something, I think they're calling them, but something like whatever, that. they worship fire, they all carry these, uh, you know, like marshmallow stick things that are on fire all the time. I mean, they're just these uh, V-shaped sticks, always on fire. Always. So, yeah. It's a good th- thing to have. So, then he meets the other blonde chick, his, from the same race or whatever as him. And at this point, I mean, I was kind of thinking that they were from some other world, you know, because they kept talking about like, crashing, you know, being part of a fiery whatever. Sound, you know, it sounds like Superman style, like, oh, they crash landed on this planet and mm-hmm. they're just, that's why they're different. Not not really. Nope. So, you know, he starts kind of getting all googly eyed over her and what's her face gets jealous, of course, and the old guy, of course, chips in, he's like, Hey, you know, in our our village, like most dudes have many wives, so you know, shut up. Just be wife number one or two, whatever, it's cool. Just you know, yours the man. You can have all the wives he wants. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> good advice from the dad, the father yeah. figure there. Um, yeah, but anyway, he's so, like, yeah, I saw that sister wives show; they get along, right? Yeah, it'll work. Trust me. So she, I don't know. More shit happens. The hairy dudes come back and uh, end up hitting her in the head. She's dying. Is like, oh, I need to tell you, I wasn't being entirely truthful. We come from some island out mm-hmm. there towards the sun setting or something. So go look for a big castle there. Yeah. Ah, I'm dead. You know. So she gets all expositiony right after. Right. Apparently he bagged her. Yeah, it sounds that way, sort of. They kind of imply it. A little bit implied, yeah. But um yeah, so they set off again, you know, another civilization wrecked, she's dead. Fire people are pretty much dead at this point. And yeah. uh <laughs> they 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 wander into the they find the ocean and they hear another struggle so you're being the kick ass take charge kind of guy he is goes running off and we see our third dinosaur of the movie it's well, did we look up what kind of dinosaur it is it doesn't really matter it's a dinosaur one of the lizards with the big fin you know sail it's fin a stegosaurus things. yeah no no it's not but it's not but spinosaurus it's a finosaurus yeah it's a Smegmalodon. It's a Smegmalodon. <laughs> Smegmalodon. <laughs> yeah. Smegmalodon. So, yeah, it's got this big fin on its back, whatever. And it's attacking people. So, yeah. so Yor goes, oh shit, I have to save them. Yeah. I, oh, I know how to do I know what to do here. Yeah. Stab, Stab it, it in, in the, the face. face. <laughs> Wait, dinosaur? I got this. Yeah. yeah. Let me open up the Yor handbook. Page one, stab shit in the You're face. You're in luck. I know how to handle this. <laughs> Actually, that's probably page two. Page one is wreck civilization. Page two, mm-hmm. stab it in the face. Yeah. So he he tries to stab it in the face a few times. Eventually grabs his axe with its sharp teeth and breaks his axe. Oh, no. So, of course, the girl comes in and stabs it in the eye. Sure. And then it's like, fuck you. I got another eye. Yeah. Until the other guy shoots it in the eye with an arrow. And that finally kills it. Yeah. So and then you were like, oh, fuck. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So now they've met more people that they've rescued that feel sort of, uh, you know, a sense of entitlement to your, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So <laughs> they won't feel they it for do, long. They, they take them to the village and they get, we get a little bit more exposition that, 
hey, there was a guy here from the from the sky, some kind of god, and he yeah. shot at our people and dropped this over here, exploded, and this is all that's left, and it's some kind of walkie-talkie radio. It looks like thing. a headlight, though. Yeah, it looks like a. And this is when it starts to get weird, where it's like, okay, okay. what the fuck? This is where the future part comes yeah. in. Yeah. So it's a radio, and the, uh, Yor picks it up to take a look at it, and virtually triggers the thing, and it starts contacting back to base, I guess, and. You know, so he's partying with these people, and the head of the village is like, hey, you saved my daughter, so take her. Yeah. She's yours. And he's like, I already got a woman, I guess. So I, got my, I got one backup chick, so mm-hmm. I'm cool. <laughs> I don't need your little 15-year-old daughter here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, but then, you know, cut back, we see the radio talking some more, and next thing you know, it's like, Fire! Pew pew! <laughs> <laughs> Big ass red laser beams come in and blow <laughs> Just the blow fuck up out this of this building of this uh, village here. So this is civilization number three, I believe. Yep. For uh, no four. This is four. This actually. is four. Yes, civilization number four. Civilization number four that he is he's now destroyed, and uh, they're like. Sorry about your village, uh, but uh, I can't stay here. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta find out what's going on. And they're like, "Well, thanks, old pantload, Chet. Why don't you take my dad's boat?" <laughs> but I do love what he says after they, uh, like, basically after it attacks and destroys the city, and the guy and Pag's like, "I think it's, I think it's the thing." <laughs> oh yeah. And Yor picks it. And he's like, "Damn talking box!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smashes it. <laughs> Oh, I want to say that every time I pick up a cell phone now. <laughs> just, I wish I had disposable cell phones, you know, just so I could do that. Smash it on the ground every mm-hmm. time. Hey, you can get one of those track phones for like nine ninety nine, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, just, you could just be all, box. <laughs> all on frozen we, caveman lawyer on it. <laughs> I've been thinking about that bird of fire that fell from the heavens. <sighs> so, yeah. We win the lottery. We'll be smashing iPhones mm-hmm. all day. Um, somewhere along the way here, and I don't, oh, I think it was with the fire people. I was going to mention this. I think I've, I've come to the conclusion that there's a, there's a cliche in movies. I, I just now noticed thanks to your is I understand to my what I understand how nets work. I understand that something is running. You throw a net over it. It gets all caught up, trips up, probably half knocks itself out. Movies like this where a guy's standing still gets net thrown on him and it's like, Ah! Oh, the net! I can't net. move! <laughs> because you're just standing there and they throw a net on him and he immediately collapses to the ground like ah, net! <laughs> like, Damn there's, it! There's no nets, reason. Nets turn people into tards in movies. Uh, yeah, but I mean uh, I just that, that's just something I've noticed and now I'm going to pay attention to from now on in movies. Anyway, so they get on the boat and Another cliche takes place in that anytime there's a boat, especially a somewhat wickery, shabby looking boat like this one, five minutes out in the sea is going to be the wave from the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. I mean, so they leave. It's a bright, sunny yeah. day. It's like, and they're like, weather moves right, fast. We here. Should, hey, we should probably move the sail. The weather comes. Oh, shit. <laughs> and of course, boat gets torn apart. They get thrown onto the shore, and hey, guess where they happen to shipwreck? It's the island. Where yours from? <laughs> Winky Dink. Yeah, and that's when it's like, okay, here's futuristic society that you must destroy very soon. Right. So yeah, it goes a little crazy here. This is pretty much where it becomes Star Crash. You know, it becomes you know every bad. Yeah, you know, what was it? A uh, robot holocaust. I mean, it becomes all mm-hmm. of these movies basically rolled into one where things go yeah. pew, 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 all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And we find out that lots of vacuum tube computers. And- we find out that Overlord is this guy who's in charge of the civilization, and he's basically oh, Doc- Overlord Vader. Yeah, he's basically Doctor Doom from. The, oh no, the- sorry, that wrong guy. Yeah, yeah, he's basically Doctor Doom from Corman's Fantastic Four from way back in the day mm-hmm. that we watched it because. <laughs> He gesticulates and cape flips, cape and, flips and cape flares and points and does every kind of horrible movie villain cliche, which would have been a lot funnier if it wasn't so like every time he was on camera, if it wasn't so horribly lit, mm-hmm. like he was almost barely visible most of the time. 
But, and I'm not sure, but was that the same guy who was the main bad guy from Seventh Voyage of Sinbad? Oh, I, I don't know. Because it sure looked exactly like him. We have the internet. We can probably look these things up. John Steiner. He sound, his, the name sounds familiar. Um, Sinbad of the Seven Seas. He was Jafar. Very nice. Yep, it was the same guy. Good call. Man, because I, I, I kept thinking, I'm like, God, this guy looks really familiar. Good call. But I think they used a different voice for him. Yeah, this most of this looks. Or at least they, uh, they well, what they do is they roboticize his voice, so it, like everything he says echoes very meaningfully. Now I'm almost looking up like was he in Star Crash <laughs> or something? Because <laughs> I, you know, I've, I recall on uh, Star Crash, what was that? That was like seventy eight or so. Yeah, right. <laughs> when did Star Wars come out? Yeah. <laughs> So either seventy seven or seventy eight, right? I don't think so. I think he he managed to stay away from that one. But anyway, uh, actually, I think Star Wars might have been around nineteen eighty. Whatever, doesn't matter. Anyway, he's not in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so Overlord has this uh, island society of the future, and because he's prone to monologuing, basically tells us that there was some kind of nuclear holocaust. These survivors took refuge on this island. And kind of let the rest of the world go, waiting for the fallout to, you know, go away. And he, on the other hand, kind of locked everybody off and planned to build all like a robot society that was going to everything and forget the humans. And he was going to be in charge kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yours father, I guess, sent him away or something, you know, because he was part of the rebels yeah, trying to overthrow resistance. this guy. And there's others still on the island, still working for this guy and whatever. So Yor shows up and basically you're like, yay, I guess finally we can overthrow this guy because you're, you're going to make all the difference. Huh. And uh, so, yeah, that, mm. he, that's basically what they do is, you know, there's lots of scenes in between. But, you know, basically at the end, it's like they give Yor a bomb and say, get in there and blow shit up because that's what you do. Get your <laughs> ass in there. Yeah. Your bringer of death, fourth horseman. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Say what you will about the movie, but this is definitely where it takes a crazy turn. And honestly, kind of maybe um, went on a little too long in this point. It, it, it might, you know. Yeah. I was getting a little bit bored with it at this point because mm-hmm. I was like, all right, blow this shit up. Stop dialoguing so much. But anyway. Yeah. There's a lot of exposition going on yeah. and you don't really care no, by the end of it. But, not, not at this point, now. But there's a lot of pew pew. Yes. Green lasers for good guys, red lasers for bad guys. Right. A lot of robots. Yeah. Not gonna not gonna lie. A lot of robots. A lot die. of robot motherfuckers gonna die. And, like pretty much everybody's blonde in this society. I mean, yeah. you know. And so like there's lots of guys in these weird condom style like uniforms and they are all shot with lasers and burnt up and this happens about 30, 40 times and by the end, you know, you're Saves a day, blows shit up, and they escape off onto some kind of rocket ship. Mm-hmm. But not before impaling the Overlord, because... Through an elevator. Yeah, I mean, they could have just kind of left him to blow up with the place, but yours like, taking the son of a bitch down. I, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so angry with him, but that's just kind of my thing. <laughs> so... Because he was the leader of a society, and all societies must be destroyed right. by your Exactly. Bringer so, yeah. of death. So, yeah, so they blow the fuck up out of this place. It's a pretty big fireball at the end of that movie. And I, I did yeah. like that the shitty model that they were flying in was pretty much did the, you know, escape through the fireball, like, yes, you know, tail end on fire, basically. And it apparently looped back around yeah. to because they got out. Yeah. <laughs> they must have turned around. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. Done but, a little 360 through it. And, but it's over and it's like. Then the narrator. I don't even think there was a narrator at the beginning of the movie, was there? He just kind of comes so. comes out of nowhere, and he's like, "So you'll escape yeah. that day and to live another day." Yeah, he or says. Did they? They yeah. actually have it oh, on Wikipedia. Okay, okay. He says, "Your returns to the primitive tribes on the mainland. Yeah. He is determined to use his superior knowledge to prevent them making the same mistakes as their forefathers. Will he succeed?" And really, the mistake they make is trusting your not to fuck their society <laughs> to hell. Yeah. Within a day of getting there. His track record's not good at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> there aren't many societies left in this world, and he has destroyed five of them. Well, here's here's the things about this is, like, a guy who's, like, the leader of the rebels has figured out pretty much how to turn off the robots. 
uh, you know, Yor and all of his limited knowledge of what the fuck's going on has figured out that Overlord's got to be a real dude somewhere. I mean, he apparently is like a hologram because he just sort of pops up and disappears all over the place mm-hmm. where nobody else can. Why didn't they just kill Overlord and live in the nice place? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Why blow the... Uh, <laughs> no, why, they yeah. had to blow that fucker up. Yeah. Because that's what Yor does. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you do wonder, it's interesting because like your and uh, and the chick, well, especially the chick, is it's like suddenly they're in this futuristic society, all like technology and everything, and they're not like, holy shit, what is going on? They're just like, oh, cool. Yeah. Technology. They, they pick up Computers. lasers and start shooting. Yeah, like they know how to shoot deal. the guns like yeah. immediately. Even, even the old guy. Yeah. He's like, well, this is so much better than a bow and arrow. Who is like dumpy little fuck, but like when it comes down to it, it's like he saves the day with like this you know acrobatic shit on a rope it's like Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know they do this trapeze act thing and yeah it's just it's all kinds of wacky by the end but yeah anyway really this feels so much like well i shouldn't say a spiritual sequel to sinbad of the seven seas but it's so (laughs) it's so similar in so many ways to that movie yeah but i will go i don't know i i sinbad's a lot better though yeah it's definitely but it's very much in the same tone as Sinbad in that it's got that Italian, everything is dubbed, everything is just crazy batshit weird. Indeed. And the action is goofy. Yep. The crazy music definitely doesn't help that. <laughs> but, uh, all right. I don't know. Let's just rate this. Let's move on. Is it rating time? Yeah. All right. So, who would like hmm. to rate it? This is a tough one to rate because... <sighs> I'll go first. Okay, go for it. Um, I had some sleep issues with this movie, <laughs> and it's not because of this movie, and I, I actually do feel bad about this for this movie, because um, there is some stuff that I read about that I missed that would should have been amazing. Based on what I actually saw, I'd probably give it a jocks. Uh, based on the overall content of the movie, though, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it two jocks, and I'm going to watch it again at some point. Okay. Yeah, I'm... I'm more of a three. Really? Yeah. It's not It's not as good as Sinbad, but there's so much stupid, fun stuff in here. But it does drag. For an hour and a half movie, Yeah, it felt... A, I, I was convinced it was about two hours long. And then, then when the timer popped up at the end, when you were fast-forwarding through the like, credits, yeah. it was like 128. And I was like, how did this happen? Because, yeah, the second half of this one just goes on forever it feels yeah. like once it, once they get to the future society yeah, it should have been a lot more exciting because of how crazy and what the fuck it gets when they mm-hmm. go to future society but honestly i mean i i'm gonna say i got a decent night's sleep i've had two energy drinks today which is double what i normally have mm-hmm. and i felt myself getting a little droopy eyed at the second half and that hasn't happened since i i don't know when i mean maybe rock and roll nightmare i think it was the last one i started to kind of drift out of mm-hmm. but um yeah, and so I can only go two. I mean, there's like there's some there's some gold moments there. I mean, seeing him hang glide in on the on the dead raptor. That's bird, worth the jocks the hell, right there. Yeah, that that alone. But yeah, most of the movie I was feeling a one with moments that bump it up to a two, maybe a three if it hadn't dragged so much. But I'm going to mm-hmm. sit with a two. So there you go. Yeah, I guess I liked it more than everyone else. Yeah, it, it's it's not worth fifteen dollars. Just. Yeah. <laughs> find it some way if you have vhs copies still exist somewhere out there in the universe as as we have proven actually as our as our listeners have proven uh, they are out there in the wild yep where there's a will there's a way waiting for you yeah yeah it's it's pretty expensive to buy it on vhs looks like from like amazon but you know how much is it to buy it from amazon uh they got used copies going for like 30 something bucks because it's apparently pretty kind of rare at this point maybe it's not that good, people. Yeah, I know, but Jesus. Sometimes it's just the harder it is to find, people still pay for it. But true, whatever. All right. So, well, is it break time? Yeah, let's let's do that. That Take sounds great. Break. Oh, there is oh, there is a Region Two DVD. Oh, really? So if you have an all Region DVD player, or if you oh, just, you're in for a treat. Let me tell you. Or if you just happen to live in the Europe's, there you go. Or you want to pay fifteen bucks on Amazon to yeah. have a digital copy. Or for these days, go buy a twenty dollars DVD player and just set it to Region Code Two. Then you can watch European movies because I mean DVD players are dirt freaking cheap these days. So anyway, yep. There you go. All right, let's take a break. Sounds good.
right, and welcome back. Bam gals. Second half. Number two. Bam Woo. So, who's seen what? Because we didn't prepare a topic and we got no voicemails. Save for one. We'll play at the end. Yeah, we had some uh, Halloween. Halloween movies. Halloween movies. Me, it's always a Halloween tradition. I have to watch Evil Dead 2. I watched Evil Dead 2. (laughs) I still love Evil Dead 2. More than the first one? Yeah, though I still acknowledge they're very, very different movies in tone to me. Right. At least. Yeah. And and Evil Dead 1 is one of the few movies that actually has the ability to like really unsettle me and kind of, you know give me trouble sleeping and stuff. I don't know why. Hmm. I think it's just like that whole isolation of it and the way like his friends turn on him and just tree rape. Yeah. You, you can and then there's okay. always tree rape. So I, I never noticed it before, but going back last week, we were talking about nightmare on Elm street and the original. Mm-hmm. Now I understand why the Freddy glove was in evil dead too, because they, uh, she flips on the TV and evil dead one is on the TV mm-hmm. at one point. And so I guess it was Sam Raimi's little joke that, Okay, you want to use my movie and your movie? I'll mm-hmm. have a little. He walks into Freddy Krueger's claw hand and Evil Dead Two in the basement or in the shack. Yeah, whatever. Workshed. Workshed. Right. Yeah. I. It's just funny though. Like, uh, my girlfriend was there watching it with me, and I went up to go in the kitchen, you know, and like get a, get a drink or something because you know I've seen it so many times. I don't need to stay in the room to see everything, but it's just funny how like. Something out of context, you realize just how much screaming there is oh, yeah, <laughs> in that <yeah>. movie. <laughs> it's like when you're watching it, you don't think about it. But then when you're like outside the room and all of a sudden it's like real quiet and it's ah, right. Ah, there's just random screaming all the time. Mm. And I love how nobody else in that movie other than Bruce Campbell, like has ever been in anything else. It seems like, like I couldn't tell you anything, any of the rest of those oh, characters. Yeah, are no, in. I don't think so. I maybe small parts and other Sam Raimi things or something, but. But I I know if I walked up to any of them on the street, I would recognize them immediately. Really? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And I also should have counted how many times he says Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe. Over the course of that movie. Because he says it pretty often. But yeah, but that movie's still. Still There's a reason it's a classic. And it's amazing that it was made for like, you know, a few hundred bucks. (laughs) Well, they had a little bit bigger budget for the second one, right? Yeah, it's still it's yeah, still low budget. Budget. I can't speak today. I don't know. Just makes me love practical effects that much more. Yes, even cheap practical practical effects like the eyeball flying through the air and just other stuff like that. It's just yeah, but there's also there's a certain kind of charm to the weird uh, stop motion things they do in Army of Dead too, or Army Army of Darkness. Yeah. Well, and just like the the blood flowing out of the wall. It's like yeah. yeah, you're just you just tilted the camera sideways and <laughs> dumped it on him pretty much. And all, yeah. the re- all the reverse film effects. I don't know. It's good stuff. There's just so much charm to real effects. I have not watched Evil Dead 2 in a while. I probably you should. should. I probably should. It is great. Yeah, I think the only, the movies, I'm trying to think. I didn't, I didn't do like any traditional, like, you know, watch the same movie or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I watched Rocky Horror, but that's not necessarily just a Halloween thing to me. Just something I said I got it on Blu-ray, and so I watched it. So it was seven point one surround sound. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a weird mix. I mean, to the point that there's one or two songs that sound markedly different. Um, like they used almost like different takes or something. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird, but the mono, you know, the mono mix is still on there. If you want to be traditionalist and hear it the way it was, yeah, but yeah, it looks good. The way God intended it, it looks good for being what 35 years old now so it's a long time ago it is and i've, uh, I've never seen it uh what else did i watch oh on halloween day i decided to watch from beyond another Stuart gordon movie one we oh. considered doing instead of reanimator but we decided to go with reanimator because it's kind of the most well-known but yeah it's uh it's very much like reanimator i would highly recommend it in fact jeffrey combs and the same chick are in this movie. Does and, it was it made after Reanimator? Uh, after, yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's a very similar movie. I would still recommend it though. It's still fun. There's a there's a one different actor and character in this who's pretty great. Um 
I won't go into more details, but he's he's pretty awesome. Okay. I mean, not somebody that you'll see and recognize, just you'll know who I'm talking about if you watch the movie. Okay. And he's a different piece to the puzzle of that wasn't in Reanimator. And he's pretty awesome. Okay. If you say so. Yeah. And it's on instant Netflix, so easy enough to watch. From Beyond. I should go add that right now. Uh, what else have I watched? I kind of want, I've, I've kind of been going a little bit Netflix crazy, watching what I can. Uh, I watched the, they just added it. The Batman under the red hood is a quite good animated Batman movie. I would highly recommend that one. I've kind of been back. You've been watching a lot of Batman. lately. Yeah. I've been kind of like on a kick going back and watching some of the animated series again and some of the movies, which are all varying in quality. But this one is pretty damn good, and it's uh, it's not the core team of voice actors. That you know, it's one of the ones where they didn't bring back Kevin Conroy and all the standard animated voices. Mm-hmm. But I I like who they got to play, who they got to play, like John DiMaggio, Bender, Marcus Phoenix guy does the Joker, and it's kind of a different take and a little darker and gruffer. Wait, Joker. the baseball player? Yes. Joker. Okay. So I'm glad you paid attention for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, uh, it's it's good. I, I like it. It's definitely it's a, it's very much rated PG thirteen. You know, it's got some some blood and some violence for for a Batman outing. Yay! So, but yeah, the oh, that was recently added to Instant yeah, Watch. Yeah, that's, that's I've been kind of just showed up on my uh, my menu there. Yeah, it's uh, that's why I just watched it because I I've been wanting to see that one when I heard about it. But that one that one actually came to Instant View pretty quick. So maybe this is the mm-hmm. sign of. You know, some newer ones coming out sooner than later. But speaking of that, uh, also recently added to the new movies, I watched Gamer from the Crank Guys, Neville Dean and Taylor. And uh, what did you think of Gamer? I, starring um, starring a fuckload of people that Gerard I, Butler and Dexter. Yeah, um, I uh, I really actually quite enjoyed it. Um, well, of course you would. There's a lot to like in this movie beyond the the crazy crankness. There's actually some kind of interesting social commentary in it as well. Um, you, albeit kind of in a shallow, crazy action vibe, but it it, it deals a lot with uh, you know, like what what if you were to take the beings that we play in video games and they were real people instead? You mm-hmm. know, like the way human behavior is to just do the most horrid things to virtual characters and, you know, with zero consequence, how people act online and things like that. Yeah. And it's actually kind of interesting in that regard. Granted, it's, you know, it's fucking balls to the wall insane, but (laughs) so, but yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of um, people I didn't know were in this movie that I was quite happy to find out were in this movie, like Terry Crews. Sweet. Yes. Being Who should be in every movie? Absolutely, awesomely crazy and the English Patient, starring Terry Crews. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> Cinema like, Paradiso, <laughs> starring Terry Crews. Yeah, like there's a lot of people like in you know varying degrees of roles. Like even John Leguizamo was in it. Didn't know that. Oh fuck that! Yeah, movie, then. no, 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 no. There's reason to watch it. Does he get torn apart? He gets a pretty awesome death good <laughs> so i i, I kind of cheered a little on the inside actually maybe a little on the outside too when that happened good but yeah no i mean there's some people like Does clifton collins jr get killed in it no no he was not in it oh at all oh. unfortunately but now like allison loman shows up from drag me to hell i mean really? yeah like uh keith david's in it very briefly it, yeah um even like the strangest and who, it was who directed it i know the it's, crank it's dudes them. wrote it's, it no that's them they oh they directed yeah, it too they, they wrote and directed the crank movies in this okay okay um, i thought they had just written it i no, didn't no, realize no. that they had no this is they're directed as well yeah they're the crazy writer director duo but um yeah no, i'm trying to think who else shows up like the strangest tiny cameo that was like one of those i'm watching the movie and i was like wait was that and i had to wait for the credits to find out yes it was is um lloyd kaufman the trauma guy Mm-hmm. It's just like really, really small role in the movie. And like, it's just, he's kind of like, he looks a little bit like Mel Brooks. He's just kind of got a recognizable face. It's just kind of got this weird bug eyed look to him. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's like watching the movie. Like, wait, was that that? Why would that be him? And then you get to the credits and like, yeah, yeah, that was him for whatever reason. But anyway, 
so to follow that up, I decided I'll make it a double feature, and I watched, written by this time only, Neville Dean and Taylor, Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex, all like hour and five minutes of it, huh? Pretty much, yeah. I think it's 72 minutes long. Holy crap. How can you make a movie that short and get away with it? I don't know. <laughs> and charge people like five, you know, five bucks on a cheap day to yeah, get in. Yeah, I know. Can you um, imagine opening day, you go in and like an hour later, you're like, oh, hey, I guess these are credits. Yeah. That's weird. Well, I got to say, I, I really enjoyed Gamer and there's very little to not like about it. If you're into that kind of hyper uh, active action movie, I mean, mm-hmm. there's explosions galore and I, you know, I can pretty much. I can pretty much recommend it. Like if, if you like the first crank, it's probably closer to that than it is crank two, where I think they just went a little bit too far with the crazy. Mm-hmm. Not to say I didn't like it, but it's a little out there. Um, Jonah hex, on the other hand, I'd like to recommend like the first hour. <laughs> Cause I think they did a pretty good job with the first hour. Um, okay. It, it played pretty well. Um, I know right off the bat that it's not authentic to the character because Jonah hex, it's just a badass gunslinger, you know, kind of guy left for dead camp comes back and kicks ass mm-hmm. in this. They give him the supernatural power of being able to touch dead people. And at least to his reckoning, they come back to life and he can talk to them Okay, and he uses this to, you know, garner information from the dead and, uh, you know, but like no one else sees this just, just him. So there's that aspect, which, you know, take it or leave it. It's just kind of a plot device of, how can he get to where he needs to kill people? Yeah. But I I was kind of enjoying it up until like the very end because the end just kind of comes and it's like, oh, oh, okay. We're, this is the big ending now. Like it's, it's over, I guess it's just feels it. And then it's over. Yeah. It's like really rushed and makes little to no sense why or how it happens. It just comes out of nowhere. But up until that, it's actually quite fun hmm. and it's got, it's got moments. I mean, I, I still, it's not as terrible, I think, as everybody's making it out to be. I'm not, not going to say it's great, but you could do worse. And Malkovich is in it and kind of looks like a crazed collie of some sort. I mean, his his beard and hairdo is really bizarre. <laughs> I mean, it's the best way to describe it. Yeah. So he kind of went. He looks like he kind of kept with the crazy from uh, with red also. Well, yeah, except oh, he didn't have the crazy hair in that, did he? I thought he was just plain old bald Malkovich, wasn't he, BJ? No, he had some some he, crazy hair. Okay. A little bit, not not. Well, very this much. is like layered, like thick. he had kind of like crazy old man hair. Yeah, so a little like, bit. So like thin and wispy. But yeah, I yeah. mean, this is like layered. I mean, this he looks like rabid Lassie basically in this movie. Mm, it's nice. it's weird. Like he's got these like waves in it and super thick long hair. So, but you know it it is what it is. It's not terrible and. You know, luckily Megan Fox does very little in the movie except for stand there in her you Megan know, Foxing in her like you know, you know old school old western hooker outfit mm-hmm. says very little, does very little, not in the movie all that lot, all that much. But yeah, I mean, I thought so. She doesn't do much hookering. You know, she does some. Okay. Yeah, but uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. I, I mean, it's it's again, it's just to me, it feels like one of those movies that this is the movie to pick on. I mean, I just I think there's on any given week, there's there's generally worse movies out there. You know, this was... At least they tried. You know, like I said, the ending is probably what soured people on it so much. Because an ending can make or break a movie, but that's mm-hmm. the last thing you take away. That's why I have such deep-seated hatred of Dark City, but that's because three-quarters of that was amazing and then a shit-tastic ending. Mm-hmm. This was like, yeah, this was pretty good, and well, wow, that's a letdown of an ending that just came too quickly. So yeah. I don't feel super cheated because it wasn't like I was being built up to something amazing and then have that shitty ending. But anyway, it is what it is. I think their, their hyper kinetic crank directing style might've added something interesting to this movie more so than just letting them write it. Who did end up directing it? Some guy. I don't know. I some don't, dude. Yeah, some dude I've actually never didn't heard of. make anything else. Probably not. But, uh, yeah, apparently they're doing the, uh, Highly unnecessary, but maybe interesting because they're doing it Ghost Rider sequel. So, yeah, I know. It's like... My head already feels like it's on fire. Yeah. I just... Ghost Rider. You know, it's like they will make a sequel to anything, honestly. 
But yeah, they never made like a, Ghost Rider didn't even do very well. Yeah, like the, but they didn't do a Daredevil sequel, which I think was decent enough to maybe warrant a sequel. And I would have liked to see. Well, they made Elektra, and that just went nowhere. So. Yeah, well, I guess maybe they can count that as a sequel. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, if they were going to do that, like, hey, you introduce this, and we'll pass it on to somebody else and see what they do with the thing that they seem to be doing with all their properties now. I would like to see another Daredevil done in kind of a different style. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let's forget the let's forget the intro story. Let's just have them fighting some dudes. But that could work. Yeah. But I mean like I mean they're doing weird things with the Marvel properties. I mean like they said like given Ghost Rider which sucked for all intents and purposes to the Neville Dean and Taylor guys which are completely a weird style for them to do a movie with any kind of cohesive narrative like this. And then you have Darren Aronofsky doing the Wolverine sequel oh, which is like so fucking far from left field that doesn't make any sense. It almost makes my brain hurt. But yeah, so at least Marvel's well, doing some strange things and taking some. There's weird... some fucked up stuff in the in the whole Wolverine backstory. So yeah, well, they've know, already, Aronofsky will definitely. Pull they've that they've already out. pretty much said what the plot is because they've already got the guy writing it and he's kind of already divulged some plot information. Are they just doing like the? They're doing the, the his, his trip the Frank to Japan, Miller, the trip yeah, the to Frank Japan, Miller, yeah, limited series. Okay, yeah, like Silver Sable and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, or Silver, Silver Samurai. Yeah, yeah, Samurai. Not Sable. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't know. They're, Marvel's taking some, doing some weird things. I mean, like I said, just you know, casting and and directing wise, directing wise more so. So is like, Nicolas Cage coming back for that? Then I think is so. I think he's kind of locked into it. But though we watched that trailer, that <laughs> might might be the actual Ghost Rider too. Yes, Drive Angry. Hell shot yes. Shot in three D. Is that the one you were talking about, BJ? That specifically said shot in three D. Is it the Nicholas Cage? I think thing? it was. I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. Oh, I, I'm I'm game for that one. That looks all I know is there were insane. like a dozen distinctly different explosions in a three minute trailer. In a three minute trailer. Yes. So even despite having Nicholas Cage in it, I was like, I might have to see this. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I that's the Nicholas Cage I like. If he's not being quirky, weird, you know, Cohen brother or David Lynch, Nicholas Cage, then give me over the top, you know, the the rock, Con Air, Nicolas Cage. I'm game for that. Apparently, he made My Bloody Valentine. Who? The, the director that of Drive did Angry. Drive Angry. Oh, they no, they made a point of saying that in the trailer. That's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> also made White Noise 2, Dracula 2, and Dracula 3, along with Dracula 2000. Oh, he did Dracula 2000, which was yeah. recommended to us to watch. So we may have to do some, we may have yeah. to do that for a BAMFcast to study <laughs> we up. We have a double, <laughs> a yeah. little double header, double feature action. Awesome. I don't know. Yeah. But so, uh, I could watch 2000 Draculas. Yeah. The, the, a lot of them. The Jonah mm-hmm. Hex uh, director, I just because I had to look it up, previously directed Horton Hears a Who. Who? <laughs> So, how you go from that to, hey, do Jonah Hex? I don't know. But he he was like worked in the animation department, it looks like, at, at Pixar hmm. for a long time. And then, yeah. Weird. Up to like Finding Nemo era, era. So, who knows? Go figure. Who knows how these things happen? We do a podcast. Why don't you give me a movie? I'll make a comic book movie. You can give, give me a shitty character. I'll make an Aquaman movie. I don't give Speedball. a shit. Speedball. Speedball. Yeah, no. Speedball like, begins. Like Quasar. Give me like the worst fucking <laughs> character you can find. Captain Marvel. Plastic Man. I not will... the the Marvel one, not the... Oh, the Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel. Marvel, Captain Marvel. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I, I would do it. I would research the fuck out of that, and I would make the biggest fan service movie ever. Yeah. I would make a, pla- I would make a badass Plastic Man movie. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> Honest, I do. Yeah, give me Black Canary. I don't care. Somebody's shitty. <laughs> you have just insulted all the Black Canary fan out there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, sorry, Green Cap. <laughs> <laughs> no, Black Canary is way too popular a character for him. Uh, he already aw, he already passed on for yeah. that one. My favorite character is the Jason Todd Robin. <laughs> uh, he really was misunderstood. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, I also um, on Halloween mm-hmm. flipped on Comedy Central. Shaun of the Dead was on. Ah, so I felt compelled to watch the rest of Shaun of the Dead. Okay, which is still really good too. Well, yeah, 
but not on Comedy Central. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of the, the weird thing Do is you not like own this like, DVD. Like, oh no, I have it. But, oh, it's one of those. Yeah, well, I have a Blu-ray and that's too far to go. Yeah, well, it was on, and I was like, oh shit, I don't. I was carving a pumpkin. I didn't feel like oh, getting oh, out. Oh, so. it's background noise. Yeah, yeah, okay, kind of. But yeah, it's like all the all the swearing obviously was edited out. Sure. At least it was just like blanked out. It mm. wasn't like monkey feather or anything stupid like that. Yeah, but, melon farmers. Yeah. yeah, but it was weird because they left all the headshots in, all the like Harry Potter getting torn to shreds, like all that stuff was in. Harry Potter, what? The Harry Potter dude. Oh, 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 yeah, the boyfriend. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, the, yeah, the Harry. Yeah, gotcha now. Yeah, him. They, they like they leave him getting torn apart and you know it's just like okay so we can watch people's heads get blown apart and all that's that what they but said in South you Park. can't say horrific graphic violence is okay as long as there aren't any naughty words yeah which is basically how that went yeah. but even with that movie is still a lot of fun right I would watch that again too now I might have to make a Halloween tradition of that one along with uh, Evil Dead 2 I'm good with that yeah I could do a lot worse. Indeed. Yeah. I think the only thing that uh, I, I saw that qualifies as watching a film was the uh, 1925 Lon Chaney Phantom of the Opera, which was pretty entertaining. Oh, that's right. Silent movie. Yeah. Was that was that yeah. on AMC? That, yeah. That was on AMC Halloween night um, after, over, <laughs> over at Chen Light's Tea Sales party. Yeah. After, after everyone went home. Well, and after seeing Walking Dead on like Eight times, five times. Yeah. How was it? It was, uh, was kind of interesting because it's that's like a silent movie. Like, yeah, that's the silent movie that I've seen any of. Yeah, pretty much. Really? That, like the one only? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, you know, I've seen clips from. You know, did they have anything? They play music or anything? Well, yeah, there's, okay, okay. there's music. You know, yeah, and the in the title card and the cards yeah, flashing and the cards up with flashing uh, up, yeah, with the dialogue. Awesome. It was pretty neat. Um. I don't know. Shit. It's a movie from 1925. Everybody looks like they're in fast motion and it's kind of sepia toned. It's because they didn't have automated crank cameras. Yep. I know. Pretty, pretty okay. cool. They were showing it though. Yeah. I, I thought know? that was neat. Um, I don't have any sort of review of it. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> God, how many jokes would you give it? <laughs> uh, Here's my review. Uh, uh, silent movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Radio humor. Yep. Yeah, I guess we would talk about we would talk about Walking Dead, but we only saw bits and pieces of it. Yeah, because we were at a party that night, and it was on the TV. So I think I've seen most of the episode, but not in any sort of order. I know there was a tank and a horse involved, and some zombies. That's about all I know. And the dude from it seemed like every time I walked in, the dude from Snatch, like shooting people through a window. That's pretty much like kid downstairs. Pretty much the only parts I saw were. Yeah. Walked in and write that one scene. Well, I felt times. I felt like you know, like how they said theaters used to be in the '40s, where you just kind of like wandered into the theater mm-hmm. and they just looped the movie, and then it was like, okay, well, oh, here's the part where we came in, yeah. so people would leave. That's what it felt like to me because I was coming in and out because the room the show was on was where all the food was, so I yeah. would wander in and out, grab grab a bite to eat, get it, fix myself a drink, and then head back outside. And yeah, I so. I guess it's because Halloween was on a Sunday, but how the fuck did that many people watch that? Did people not have better things to do on Halloween or did they just, is it just simply because they showed it like eight times in a row that they counted those all as one? No, viewing? the first one was a heat was like really? 5.3 million, I believe oh. something like that. And then, that and then the additional ones added up also. Yeah. Does it count but, like a TiVo's or does it count people recording? Cause I mean, who the hell sits down to watch a show at eight o'clock on a Halloween? You know, it was 10 o'clock. It was it? On. Okay. Well, I don't know. Whatever. I think. I don't know. I don't know. There was drinking and food and... Yeah, but I I think with Halloween being on a Sunday night, it was actually like we were probably at one of the few Halloween parties that wasn't held on the Saturday night. Fine. Fine. Because people got to get up in the morning, man. People watch TV on Sunday nights. Sure. Whatever. But yeah. Except all those people that don't have jobs. It's a good sign that... Good sign that it did so well. You know, and they had already ordered a second season, so it wasn't like it was going to fail anyway. Right. That phrasing always sounds weird to me. They ordered a second season. Yeah. Bring me like, a second season. Go ahead and put season. us in for a second season. <laughs> That's basically what they did. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, you know those first six I got? Give me another 13. Yeah, please. give me some of those. Yeah. Yeah. But extra salt. From what I saw, 
looked pretty faithful to the uh, original source material. Yep. A few frames I watched because I didn't really want to watch it then seemed to be. Mm. Anywho. Well, and there were people that were watching it where that were commenting about the type of guns they were using and why that was a, not an effective choice for a zombie apocalypse. And I wanted to have a gun oh. to shoot them in the fucking face. Oh, but... A bunch of those types of douches. Yeah. I've always noticed that at T-Stroll's house when we hang out. There are always people who are way too interested in guns and want to talk about them a lot. There are people who are way too interested in very specific subjects. Like, there'll, there's always a mishmash of people who are far too, far too well-versed in some area. We that call you them like nerds. They're like the red shirt wow guy. Let me go ahead and explain you know? this. <laughs> How I've always defined geek versus nerd is I am a geek. I I fully, freely admit this. I try my best not to be a nerd. A nerd knows one thing and too much about that one thing, and that's all the fuck they can talk about. And mm-hmm. that's why I try not to be a nerd. I like to be a well-rounded individual who enjoys life and things. A geek just likes geeky stuff. I like to get into the, some of the things that I'm into maybe a little more than the average person, but Nerd. I also don't like feel the need to walk around and tell everyone, even though we sit here and talk like we do, but <laughs> I don't generally walk around in public and go, hey, you know, Stuart Gordon is the best B-movie director ever, and here's why. And this movie sucks because it's not made by him. And if he was making it, he'd use a Aeroflex 16 camera and he'd rotate the, you know. So. You have just lost all our Aeroflex 16 camera fans. Yeah. You realize Fans. This? No, fan. I just. <laughs> all, <laughs> all of them? All yes. our fan. Yeah. So, yeah. But no. But yeah, there were too many of those guys, so I couldn't properly enjoy it. So maybe we'll talk about it next one because I am going to, I do have it TiVo'd, so I'm going to watch it. Right. And I will catch it very soon. Yeah. I'm probably going to have to find some way to watch it if it's not on Hulu. Yeah, but it's good to have like a good, solid, uncensored zombie Damn show. Straight. Mm-hmm. You know, one that they got a budget behind and they're actually going to do right by the way it looks. Yep. So I approve of that message. I like AMC. So let's play your voicemail before we get into contact information. Because oh, okay. This voicemail will transition nicely into our contact information. All right. That sounds good to me. Hey, guys. This is Clint, the imaginary truck driver from Madison. I just wanted to give a message out to the fans. What the hell? I don't call in one week, and you get no other phone calls. So I'm going to kind of spread the mojo around to try to get some of these lazy asses to call you. Although with this big-ass argument you got with Boondock Saints, sounds like you will probably have a bunch of phone calls. Never saw it. Had no desire to see it. Probably won't see it. So stop fighting, Mom and Dad. We all just want to get along. Have a good one, guys. Hope you get lots of phone calls this coming week. Bye. You're the mom, by the way. Called it. He was pointing at me just for people that couldn't see that over their podcast. I was just expecting you to respond other than that. And that's because Mackie has the vagina in the family. Yeah. That's what happens when you don't like Boondock Saints. You invert into vagina mode. <laughs> I'm not starting that argument again. I'm just joking. Anyway, I'm BJ, not. BJ, would you like I'm to tell not. people how to get in contact right. with us to, to send all of their opinions about Boondock Saints once again? Yes, set me up for rapid fire mode. Okay, how about website? BMFcast.com. Email? BMF at BMFcast.com. Facebook? Facebook.com slash BMFcast. Twitter? Twitter.com slash BMFcast or at BMFcast. iTunes? Bad Movie Fiends Podcast. Search, rate, review, five stars, share. And finally, the most important thing you can ever do in your life. Like Clint, the imaginary truck driver from Madison. The Garfield phone hotline. 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. 910-556-9263. Call us. Talk to us. Tell us how much we're, we suck. Tell us how much uh, you love us. Just tell us. Right. Um, I think Not I might, that we're begging. No, I think I'm, I'm going to, um, if you can pull your list of available DVDs, uh, I think I want to make a uh, post on the website mm-hmm. of what's available for suggestions. Uh, obviously we need some things to fill the second halves with more than movie suggestions right now. Not that we don't love movie suggestions. You know, should you come along a particularly awfully craptastic, wonderful one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now we have, we have a pretty good amount of things sitting in the, in the queue of things to yeah. watch because people love to suggest bad movies. I think 
that's what we love and that's why we talk about it. And But we need, you know, we need some things to talk about in the second half. So we are going to reward you with uh, some DVDs, including if you, I mean, if you give us like a, like a golden jocks, uh, you know, type of uh, suggestion for the second half, something of legend. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have some box sets I will give away. I mean, I have yeah, like, I got some too. Yeah, I mean, I, I now have an alien DVD box. Right. Set. <laughs> yeah, I um got Batman the original four. Right. Yeah, including I've, everyone's favorite movie, mm-hmm. Batman and Robin. Yeah, I've got. I mean, I think like I've got like Band of Brothers and shit like that. So, um, so we will actually give away good stuff. Yeah. So some damn good stuff here. So anyway, yeah, hit us with some suggestions more than anything. Yeah. That's what we would like, and you can do that via email or to the Bamfcast hotline yeah. or the Twitters, whatever. All of those places, we will look. So we'll get a list posted. Probably, yeah. probably pay, post it on the Facebook site, too. Right. It'll be pretty much first come, first serve. I'll probably like go back and edit it and do strikeout text of things that people have claimed them. So but we will send them your way. Sweet. Bribery. It works for me. And it works for you. It works for this world. Yes. America. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So why don't we get out of here? That sounds great. Awesome. All righty. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the beach. That's Pathcast out. See ya. You're. You're welcome. Two, I can't hide secrets from the